Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. Andy, I am uh, back from Croatia, uh, vacation of a lifetime. Uh, I will uh, almost certainly uh, do a residency next summer of like a month there, or maybe not next summer, but in a summer coming up uh, when there's like not an Olympics and not a world cup or, you know, there's, there's just, yeah. there's, there's was, time. I'm going to do like a whole, a whole I was saying that month too, type too, thing over yeah. there. Unbelievably, unbelievably my, uh, fun, fun trip. My missus, she, she worked in surgery for so long and she was low on the totem pole where she was not allowed to request two straight weeks off. It had yeah. the, you couldn't request a week next to another week you had off. She's finally gotten to a point where she can, and now the kids are a little older. Or I'm not feeling so bad about leaving them, and like I think a couple weeks and uh, somewhere in Europe is going to be next summer, the summer after, maybe not next summer if I'm remodeling again. But it's it's going to be nice. It's it's yeah. going to be nice because you know pre kids you got to take vacations like that and yeah. like not stress, and now it's like going to fucking Myrtle beach and doing go-karts and mini golf with these children. <laughs> I, need, I need just a bunch of work and a bunch yeah. of booze. Well, I Croatia is an adult vacation. I don't know if yeah. kids would have. Well, that's what I'm saying. There, I don't like, want them um, there at all. Yeah. You drop them off and then fly there. This, uh, yeah, the, this is like, like a March vacation. And grandpa comes in, yeah, sends yeah. them to school every day and I'm gone. Like the, uh, the, the handful of things that I live for, like beach going, boating, wine drinking, fooding uh hiking like uh seeing new places something different every day nice people cheap like i could not you know, i kind of checked every single box for an elite, an elite vacation uh and uh yeah it's gonna be tough to come back to real life um but uh let's talk a little nfl uh week three was my best week of the season so far somehow we oh did God, the podcast yeah. on Wednesday. It's funny, and I, said, yeah, you, I have no idea what's happening here. here. Uh, and yeah, the, time on it. I I won every side I placed this week somehow. Uh, and I went, I did well on totals too. Uh, the biggest bets I had were Colts, which closed seven somehow. I uh, would like to get your opinion on that market close. Uh, got lucky on the Chargers, I guess, because Minnesota probably could have stolen that one. Um, there. the uh, you had New England minus two and a half. You got New England was there. a good one. Um, Miami, the Miami over was fun. <laughs> that one was great. Buffalo yeah, team total that. over was Probably fun. Uh, my futures portfolio continues to take a bloody beating, though. Uh, Michael Parsons gives back some equity on DPOY. Uh, all of that got dumped into the Miles Garrett bucket today. Um, the uh, the Jags look fucked. The, the, yeah. Great. No, the Jags look like an incomplete team. Um, the uh, the Falcons are all of a sudden going to have a very tough time, I think, winning the AFC, the NFC South. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, uh, I lost a little bit of equity in almost every future that I had today. So that was Yeah, good. I, had, I had a tough Tides one. and totals went really, really solid. Sorry, I've go had, ahead. I've had Packers to win the North. But I also added some New Orleans to win the South, so it was kind of a, yeah. a tough one for me there today. Where it's like, I guess somebody, if somebody could tie, I guess this would be okay. But 
say la vie it was a good game both sides of the, I, I ended up with teasers on both sides of that game so some of those got home you know what i teased the green bay packers with i just i what? went full non-wong it was a minus six it just stuck miami in there because oh, i needed good. a leg that was good I was like over leveraged on the other one. So I said, I'm just going to stick Miami in there. And then when Green Bay was down 17 nothing, I'm like, well, one of these legs is getting home. This sucks. Um, yeah. You want to go off the top then? Yeah, let's go top to bottom. And I know I didn't watch a minute of Thursday Night Football. So I no comment. <laughs> yeah, it was, I mean, it was a much better team. Uh, spending some time on the, the West Coast obviously doesn't matter when you're down that many players. Like they were just, you know, you lost your whole right side of your line. You lost your starting running back. You had some other pieces out. And the Niners didn't have Ayuk, which is would be a really big deal for a lot of teams to lose a thousand yard receiver from the last couple of years. And, you know, the beat just goes on with Debo and CMC and Kittle and everybody else. Like it, uh, it, the game happened, I guess. That's what you can say about that one. There wasn't a, it's not a whole lot to recap in that one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's go to Sunday then. Uh, the Chargers is the top top slot, and again, this felt like a little bit of a lucky win. Um, I uh, uh, I don't I, I I was I was happy that uh, Kellen Moore went past funnel against this team because like that's recognition that you can do oh, basic, yeah you, know, you can do basic math like well done uh, like you can do the bare minimum uh, of how you should game plan for this team. Um, but I I kind of feel like with the performance that Herbert had 40 of 47 uh shouldn't you have more than 28 points yeah that was a little that was a bit of a problem did you see the difference in yardage in this game uh they had like 100 more yards right no, no, it, was exactly, it was exactly. Oh, they were four seventy-five. Four. Oh, yeah! At, wow. When when oh, I went God. and looked at this, I was so sure it was going to be Chargers by like seventy-five yards, four seventy-five apiece. So, the people who took, uh, who chased the steam and the over and got a bad number, uh, you know, maybe that's not recommended to do. But also, you probably took a you took a bad one there. There should have been more points. You should have been more than 60 points. Uh, I didn't hate Staley going for it on fourth down late. I hated the play call. I loved it. End the game there, especially the way Minnesota had looked kind of in the red zone. Like, end the game there. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, that play call really, really stunk. Um, The Chargers won the game on one of Herbert's worst passes of the day. And he essentially threw it right at a corner. Who was had undercut the route and the corner couldn't get his hands on it enough. It bounces, you get a touchdown. Uh, and then they give Minnesota like two more chances at it. <laughs> Minnesota bottles it. But uh, I guess in my notes for Minnesota, I wrote that it, it looked better that they were able to run the ball. And then as I was typing that sentence, I'm like, oh, it's it's the Chargers. Like, yeah, that doesn't, no. that doesn't I guess that doesn't really excite me at all. No. Two more turnovers deep in opposition territory. That's like five or six of them now that yeah. have basically been inside the red zone. And it was another, like you said, Kellen Moore, outside of some inefficiencies in certain spots in the game, overall understood the assignment. They're going to blitz me. They have bad corners. We have big receivers. We can beat them on the outside. We should be able to do that. They did. They probably, I can't say like either team deserved the win, man. It was, 
it was kind of a tough hang at times, obviously watching that game. They lost Mike Williams. He had a knee brace. He was carted off. That's not great. Uh, Derwin James had a yeah. hamstring. He missed uh, at the end of the game too. So going forward, those are problems. So they hadn't used Johnston uh, a ton, the rookie. He's going to have to step up now with Williams out. So kind of mon- it's monitor that Derwin James injury too. That's a big deal. Yeah, Kenneth Murray Jr. comes away with the game-winning interception, finally makes a play for the first time in his career. And honestly, it looked like he was like just in the wrong place. <laughs> like I, I was like, what, he was just, you know, covering no one, just running around and, and caught a tipped ball. So good job, Kenneth Murray. Um, all right. The Tennessee uh, offensive line, uh, who we uh, poked fun at on uh, Wednesday. <laughs> Perry, uh, Perry Winkle uh, shit blue or whatever he's uh, Well, five yeah. pieces of shit were in Perry Winkle blue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they gave up uh, three and a half sacks to Miles Garrett. He had three tackles for a loss. Uh, he hit the quarterback five times today, Andy. Uh, overall, uh, there were eight QB hits, five sacks on Mr. Tannehill. Do not know how much longer he will last if he is under that type of duress. And that's what you expect when you have, uh, you know, a top-tier NFL unit up against, a, uh, you know, the, a, a, that that quality of a, uh, an opposition. So um, Deshaun Watson was good today, I guess. Uh, I don't know. He was. Um, you know, I didn't watch a ton of this game. I didn't have you know, action. I didn't have much for expectations. I knew a lot of people had taken the Browns. I understood it. I just didn't add that one to the card. And I I was worried that we were going to see a bad offensive performance for the Browns, but yeah, Watson yeah. was pretty decent. He was actually really efficient. And again, it's like playing Minnesota. When I said this about Kellen Moore, like they understood the assignment up there in Cleveland. This is the secondary, even getting some pieces back that you should absolutely beat. And this is a, you know, an offensive line that your defense should be getting pretty aggressive after. And both of those things worked out. Tennessee wasn't able to do, you know, basically jack shit on offense. And Cleveland didn't even need that much from Deshaun Watson. They got, you know, more than enough. And they got there. It was a pretty easy win for them. And now they're sitting at two and one. Yeah. And I think if Pittsburgh wins, That'll be a three-way tie uh, yeah. up top. And honestly, I think Pittsburgh has the tiebreakers. They have a divisional win. Yeah, that's right. Um, Tennessee, I guess uh, two, two things to note. Uh, this total got bet down aggressively. That was very yeah. correct. It was never stiffing 40. Uh, and uh, Cleveland got bet. Got bet, moved off a three to three and a half. That was correct. Uh, so well done, sharp play. Um, Houston, Jacksonville, Houston was a hot side this week. Uh, that closed seven, two, two weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville has some problems. Um, they're I played Jacksonville at the seven. There was a seven minus 15 that popped up and I had it like eight. I'm like, I have to play this, I guess. And there were so many injuries to that secondary and I, I, I don't know, hand up on me. I, I understood that the Jacksonville defense was going to be bad. We all know this. It's not going to be good. But if the special teams and the offense is going to chip into the shit shittery, then this team's not going to win games. So special teams had a huge gaffe, and the offense was a serious struggle bus for most of the day against a, a defense that was missing a bunch of pieces. So this is... Like, you know, I'm, I'm sad that I lost a bet, 
but also like long-term, this isn't good for how I feel about this team, how I feel about this coaching staff. I mean, they gave up a return touchdown to a, to a fullback. That was 250-pound <laughs> fullback. Their first five drives were missed field goal punt, blocked field goal punt, fumble. Red zone offense was bad, turnover stop drives, missed field goals. And just, yeah, it, I wrote, this is all around, this was bad in all three phases. It's only supposed to be the defense that's bad. And again, like the offensive line is, yeah, might be holding them back a little as well. I think uh, the defense is like they're not bad, bad, but they can't rush. They can't generate a pass rush. Uh, CJ Stroud behind uh, an absolute makeshift offensive line dropped back thirty times and barely, barely, barely uh, had a sweat. I don't even know if he got hit. Um, the uh, Texans finally figured out Tank Dell is their wide receiver one. Um, Jacksonville doesn't really look, know, look like they know exactly how they want to use their weapons. They're also still like a little bit too sloppy. Uh, and you know, anytime they're losing the turnover battle, you're putting even more pressure on that defense. So it was a uh, sloppy. I felt like sloppy was the best word to use for the Jags in this one. And, you know, if they were looking past Houston a little bit, thinking about their road trip to Atlanta then that would kind of explain some of the lackluster performance today. And by Atlanta, you mean... I'm in London to play Atlanta. London. London, England to play Atlanta. That's the thing. At least they don't have to think about this game on a 10-hour flight now. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and Houston, credit credit to, like you said, they... This was one of my main takeaways on Houston was the three starting wide receivers they had listed on their, you know, their chart might not be better than the three guys behind him. It's not just yeah. like, Hey, there's one rookie or one young guy that might be good. It's like all of them, like Dell and Hutchinson and Mechie, like get those guys in there. It doesn't have to be, we're going to start them over, you know, known quantities, but they need to, uh, you know, I, I kept making case. They need to make sure they get snaps and see what they have in these guys and real games experience. It's not like they're, you know, I'm gonna win the Super Bowl this year. Why not see what you have with all these young receivers mm-hmm. that you liked so much that you drafted them? And uh, hopefully, we see more of Dell and you know the other two as well. Yep, uh, not a lot to say about uh, Jets Pats uh, Pats def- uh, off, you know Pats defense bounces back, does great work against Jets team that was overmatched. Uh, I kind of can't believe it came down to a hail mary stop. But so be it. Um, it was close, yeah. This was, yeah. And this Two was another really one. That, offenses. This was one that was in the path of Ophelia. So between that, the two good defenses, and the fact that Zach Wilson was playing, nothing, no appetite for anything but under money. I think I set thirty fives at one point. Yeah. Um, wow. There was definitely thirty five and a halfs on the board yep. this morning. Um, though that was, you know, that was justified. I, yep. like I said, I logged in. Uh, to a couple places where I like to bet team totals at, and I was expecting to see like a 16 and a half juice to the under, and it was a 17 minus 120 or 125. We can can add this to the card for sure. And I guess I didn't really have to sweat it, but that was one too. Like you're you're never out of the woods when it's only three scores that needs to beat you. So those are fun fun sweats. I mean, to be fair i didn't sweat it It was the jets and really the the patriots looked better than the score indicates as well yeah they played played a really decent game and once they went into 
I'm going to, I guess this is going to be the theme for the day, understanding the assignment. Like once they got up by a, a touchdown, they realized like, okay, now it's garbage time. We saw a lot of running, <laughs> a lot of Baker, Andre. They really slowed the game down and just tried to get to that finish line by grinding it out. They yeah. did not be aggressive after that when they didn't need to. And that's a good point by Jay. The Patriots, not one single play was run in the red zone. They had one yes, long touchdown. That's great, yeah. Um, and I guess the wind wasn't as bad as we thought because there were some longer field goals. This one, the, this was supposed was to be the 50, one 51 bad. yarder. Yeah. Um, the uh, I did uh, I did play a prop on this one. Um, neither team to it was like first team to reach twenty and has the neither, and I thought that was juiced or that was priced a little improperly. It was like one eighty one eighty five. Like, well, we can play this. So I, that's what I was sweating more than anything. Was, I, was, I was happy to see the Patriots kind of put the brakes on. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. The uh, post-game presser from Sala uh, says Zach Wilson gives us the best chance to, to win. Is he being sincere and that they don't have any other options? Or is this the dreaded vote of confidence? This might be the dreaded vote of confidence. So that was Jimmy just throwing up an absolute yeah. god awful ball. Um, it's just coach speak. I mean, these coaches lie all the time. This is like Josh is our guy. The Josh is our guy meme for Josh Rosen. Like, yeah. they're for sure call. They're making calls because it's one thing to, and this is something I failed to recognize when I made the case of just stick with Zach don't waste your time with like bringing in a 40 year old Matt Ryan or something. It's not going to change your, you know, your outcome that much. Yeah. The thing I failed to identify in that and that's on me is how bad this has to be mentally for the other stars. And you're yeah. seeing it. Wilson is not happy. Brace right, is not yeah. happy. The defense is not happy. Like there is something to at least staying competitive in games that, keeps keeps the rest of the team happy i don't know what they're gonna do man i don't want to speculate because it's it's not like yeah. there's good answers out there well, i just hope they keep scoring the only good 10 points a week yeah. yeah a trade for kirk that's not crazy no it's it's minnesota's 0 and three and that's not crazy he's, he's in the last year of a contract too like that's why it makes sense but at this point who knows uh i hadn't heard that floated uh, biggest comeback of the day was the Green Bay Packers, who were losing 17 to nothing going into the fourth quarter and won 18 to 17. Matt Wolfler made a great decision to go for it for, on, for two, down 14 points, scoring a touchdown. He went for two, made it a six-point gap, which means another touchdown gave him the game-winning extra point try. They make it, and then New Orleans misses a uh, makeable uh, game-winning field goal. Uh, Green Bay kneels it out. And that's history. Uh, seems like Derek Carr is probably going to miss a couple weeks. What's your read? Yeah, this was one. I was stressing that two-point conversion. Like I said, I teased Green Bay once it got out to one and a half on the on the news. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, no. I have them at plus seven and a half. They miss this. It turned out they won the game anyway. But, uh, yeah, I had teasers earlier in the week with New Orleans, and I had teasers on Sunday morning with Green Bay. <laughs> Everything cashes. Obviously, it is. We can joke all we want. It is a step down to Jameis, not only yeah. just in what he brings, but he was not the guy preparing with the with the ones all you know, all through camp. <clears throat> a little more familiar as he's been here for a while, but you saw what you got with him. Uh, Olave was good in the first half. 
for sure with uh, Jair Alexander missing. That's uh that's gonna be a problem with Green Bay. Somebody in the deep dive DGENs had a, a theory, and if this is true, the fact that Green Bay won this game is just such an absolute coup where they said, Hey, these guys are close, but at this Thursday game coming up, they just said, Fuck it, rest them all. They're all ready for Thursday. We're coming in in a division game on Thursday night football, and we're going to have Adams, or it's Adams. We're going to have Aaron Jones. We're going to have, you know, Bakhtiari. We're going to have uh, Jenkins. We're going to have uh, Jair. Everyone's going to be healthy. Everyone's going to play Thursday instead of, you know, throwing him in here at 80% on a, on a non-divisional game like this that maybe we think we can win anyway. And, you know, he got a little lucky with Carr. The AC joint sounds like he's out for maybe a few weeks, maybe more. Yeah, I'd say four. But it's uh, so maybe a little bit of a lucky win that uh, you were able to play a backup quarterback in the second half. But they looked good in the second half as well. Watson, Watson's the other one I was I, I'd missed. I know I was missing an offensive player. If they have everybody back, uh, this, this could be a pretty decent team for sure. So I don't know, Carr. It sucks for the Saints because this defense is really playing well and Carr was playing at a decent enough level and not giving games away where they could have totally won this division. And the sad part is they probably can still win this division. Atlanta lost, yeah. Carolina lost, Tampa is a six-point dog. They probably go into Tampa next week with a chance – or home versus Tampa next week with a chance to take the lead in this division anyway with James yeah. fucking Winston. Uh, Denver, Miami, uh, first 70 burger in the NFL going back to 1966 when the Redskins hung 72 on the Giants. Uh, Andy, we got a score of Gami 70 to 20. Never happened never before. <laughs> never, you never met a 70 to 20. Um, which if you're the, if you're the opposing team and you can put yourself in their situation where they're at in their franchise rebuild and whatnot, who do you feel worse about being the bears after 41, 10, Denver seventy to twenty or Washington thirty seven to three, which is the most I, moralizing loss. I, yeah, the you feel the best about the uh, Broncos, I think, because at least you're like, this is rock bottom, and I know it. I don't know that you know where rock bottom is if you're the Bears. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, I had a Shane on my bench in fantasy too. I started uh, Kendra Miller instead. I felt real good about that. No, the, the thing I went both ways on this is like, while they scored 20 points, they know where they stand now. They know this defense isn't good, but at the same time, they are paying a quarterback and a head coach a shitload of money to give up 70, <laughs> like to, to lose by 50. It was, and yeah, this defense has, we expected some regression, but I did not expect this defense to be this poor this year. No. This is, this is truly rough. Also no, worth noting the um, uh, the Bears. I mean the uh, the Broncos. Uh, uh, they were in a horrible situational spot with two altitude games, and then going to playing in the humidity. Yeah, you you made that comment on the Wednesday pod. You said blind bet uh, Dolphins in the second half. The Dolphins won the second half, thirty-five to seven. Ooh, <laughs> I, so I don't. I did not do the research. Too. I didn't go look up what the second yeah. half line was. But if it were less than 28 and a half, you at least yeah. got a push. It's weird how infrequently 70 is scored, considering it's a multiple of 10. 
<laughs> Ten touchdowns. All right, but, real, real, real. I asked, I asked uh, our, our uh, prop, or what do you call it, award originator friend Jay this question, and I'll ask you too. If you could have one ticket on McDaniel, coach of the year, uh, two MVP, and Tyree Kill OPOY from at the preseason price, which ticket do you want in pocket right now? McDaniel. Think he's the most likely to actually win. Yeah, he's he's viewed as the he's viewed as the architect, and there's just zero chance he gets injured. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, the Tyreek number wasn't that big, and wasn't it? Like wasn't two, it like twelve or fifteen? It was. It was like ten or twelve, I think. Oh, okay. um, Jesus, yeah, our Raiders are looking pretty rough here. Yeah, this is a bad drive for the uh, Raiders defense. They 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 look like they were like upset that Jimmy G threw that. I that I don't pick. know. I don't know that <clears throat> Tyreek gets an award. Um, he is not that. F- He's right there with Justin Jefferson, and so, there's some other guys with some big numbers this year, and yeah. it feels like they you know that they split these up, and if you give coach an MVP, Tyreek might get some you know, some second fiddle votes, although it's hard to give to Justin Jefferson if it's like a three and 14 team. Um, where does, where does that leave us in the game? In the game? I didn't have anything else on Miami, Denver, uh, Buffalo, Washington, uh, the interesting, oh, I, I, I did have one more Miami thing. How many points do you think they score if Waddle's in? <laughs> do, do you remember that there was actually under steam yeah. for a little bit when Waddle was announced out? It got yeah. beat, down yeah. from like 48 and a half to 47 and a half. Yeah. It did not happen. No, no. Um, I felt stupid. I got the worst of the number here. I think I've actually, I think I actually bet 48 and a half in that game. Uh, I looked at it all week, didn't add it. I felt like an asshole after, after like the first <laughs> quarter. I'm like, oh, I waited for the bad number. Oh, oops. I waited for a better number and I forgot to add it. More memories are made when you're there for live NFL action. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered. As the official marketplace of the NFL, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Their interactive seat map gives you 360-degree previews of your section to make sure you have the best views of those pivotal plays. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. You can even customize your Ticketmaster app to rep your team's colors. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash NFL. Uh, okay. Buffalo, Washington was a weird market. Washington got bet four and a half. Uh, a lot of, mm-hmm. lot of Washington money came in. There was some Don't belief in their offense. Uh, the Buffalo Bills defense was the standout unit of the day. Uh, Andy, would you believe they had nine sacks and four picks? Am I reading my numbers for, right? One of them for a touchdown. Um, the you know the pass rush that we thought we'd see something from in this game, we didn't. We got very little from up front from Washington. Yeah, and Buffalo's front seven, and I mean the entire coverage unit as well. Like everybody looked good. I don't know if some of that was just Howell, but I mean they pressured him, they hit him, they sacked him, they picked him. They didn't. They didn't do much. I mean. 
essentially they pitched a, a freaking shutout. It was a goddamn thrashing. Um, this total got steamed down because of the weather as well. But once it turned out that wasn't really the case, it came back up a little on game day. Probably deserved a little better fate to the over. Um, if Washington had two drives that uh, were, you know, like inside the five that ended with no points. Yeah. So um, kind of a weird game state for most of it. I will give some kudos to Buffalo for the second straight week. We said, hey, you put this game plan together for, you know, Las Vegas to just dink and dunk on them and just destroy them. You rip their hearts out up and down the field. Like it worked spades. They went a little deeper this week. They attacked the secondary. The average depth of target was up. Some of the some of the play calling was a little more intermediate. And I mean, it was another one where it's just like, oh, you knew what you were doing heading in, and it worked really well all day. Never sweat. Uh, speaking of never sweating, Josh Allen, uh, one QB hit on him, and it was Mont- Montez sweat. Um, sweat. That's that's not good. Zero, one hit and zero sacks. Not good. Uh, Washington also lost a fumble. So they had five turnovers and they conceded nine sacks. Just a bad day at the office for Sam Howell. Get him, go get him next week, champ. Um, the Buffalo Bills might be a sleeping giant. We'll get to them later. Atlanta, Detroit, 20 to six. No comment. Atlanta sucks. Their offense sucks. If they're not playing with the lead, you can pretty much put a, put a, uh, Bow, put a bow on them. I don't know. You put put a stake through stake through them. Uh, it's is not. This is not a team that I am ever 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 comfortable uh, in comeback mode. Yeah, that's the thing. They're almost like a live live game state kind of bad. If they're leading, they're a very good team because they have nine different guys they can run with much effectiveness. But when they're in comeback mode. And, you know, people have found out they're not that great at protecting a quarterback who's not that good of a quarterback. And if you're able to pressure him, he was sacked seven times. You know, if you're able to get after him and kind of take away some of the things that this team does effectively on the ground, you can really limit this offense. And if you really limit this offense, you don't even need a big Detroit, you know, a Detroit Lions performance. They only scored 20 points today. They ran the ball. Yeah. We finally got to see a bunch of Jameer Gibbs. He ran the ball 17 times. He had uh, he had a couple of targets in the air as well. Amon Robert St. Brown looked fine, I, th- I guess. I don't know if anyone has a differing opinion on that. I didn't watch all of this game, but <clears throat> from the box score and what I did catch, I think that toe looks fine. They're they're a good team still. They just was, uh, have a they have a really shitty defense. Yeah, still. the the, stay, the saying I couldn't come up with because my brain is not working was stick a fork in them. Uh, but uh, somebody brought it up. Uh, Lee Bruce, they did. Atlanta did come back against Green Bay, so I guess a lot, and a lot of that was just. I mean, we talked about that last week. It was just Green Bay didn't Green have Bay Aaron Jones. Dumb shit too. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they couldn't convert a third down for the life right. of them. Uh, so two things I want to say about the Falcons. Uh, one thing's going to be positive. Nice job uh, putting together this defense. Seriously. They needed to force punts in the second half, and they did it. Uh, the second thing is, w- w- what, 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 what were we thinking about putting Ritter in charge of this thing? Like, what was the vision there? Let's see. Let's just roll the dice and hope we hope like literally like we don't know what we've got we got to roll the dice and see yeah he's not he's no it's time it's probably time to 
Heineke isn't the guy, though. I don't know. I think they kind of made their bed. Okay. Trade for Zach Wilson. <laughs> Tank. <laughs> Draft Caleb. Um, yeah. I, yeah, it stands yeah, funny out, too. I brought this up. Really like, they're Very not weird. good at protecting Ritter, and Ritter's not good. And then Ritter's even worse under pressure. So it's kind of a bad uh, combination. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Nothing to say about Indy Baltimore other than the market was very strong uh, in support of Balt- Indy. Uh, Baltimore, I think people kind of get it now. They're overrated. People kind of get it now that uh, with some of these injuries they're doing. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought most of the move team. was injuries, most of the move yeah. was on the injuries. Like, I think I think I think, I think fully healthy. It's a decent enough team, and yeah. they they've done some nice things to make this offense good. But they're just they've continued to have so many injuries like Gus, Gus, another running back. That's the third running back. Now they've lost Bateman hamstring. OBJ was hurt last year. They had multiple players missing again. Um, really thought yeah. that safety was going to cash teaser legs with them anyway. Um, but yeah, the, the defense led up against a backup quarterback and lost yep. it in overtime. Yeah. And I think uh, there was any... a bad no call in the, yeah, in the oh, the boy, was PPK. there ever. Yeah, Will Boy was there. Andy was, can Zay, decision, though. was it Zay Flowers? He's a yes. rookie. He's, he's not getting that call. Uh, I'm joking. Uh, it was a bad call. It was a bad no call, I guess. Um, and I think, uh, uh, yeah, Indy deserved to cover through and through, but I don't think they deserved to win. Um, I'll have to revisit that a little bit, though. Didn't watch a minute of Carolina Seattle. Seems like seemed like a sad game. <laughs> Every time I thought about watching it, I so I had I had Carolina, and oh, you did a lot of it. Well, yeah, and Marquette some of this was with was, you. Yeah, it was predicated on some injury stuff and the way I thought this uh, this defense for Seattle would play. And the more I looked at it, you know, with the injuries to uh, Thompson. And you had the other injuries. Well, I mean, there were several more today, but missing a couple pieces for the Carolina defense. I guess I'm surprised there wasn't more action to this over because yeah. both defenses were beat up and maybe yeah. people just didn't believe in Andy Dalton. But I mean, yeah. if you did, if you had told me I got 27 points out of uh, Andy Dalton, I would have put more money on, on plus five. <laughs> yeah. I like, and I know one of those touchdowns was late and sort of meaningless, but if you said I got 27 points, I would not have expected uh, Gino to put up that many and I would have put more money on the five. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Also, by the way, that uh, Carolina is now all of a sudden an over team with Andy Dalton under center and with uh, some of the injuries to the depth and starting secondary now and no real ability to pass rush, like teams are going to score on Carolina. Um, yeah, so they were missing pieces, and then I don't know if somebody has an update on Luvu. He's important. Uh, Mingo got dinged up, too. There was, <clears throat> I think they had three or four decent injuries as well today, so they're another one where it's like, oh, you're even more beat up now, and you weren't a good team. You're 0-3 at this point. Let's see injuries. Mingo yeah. was a concussion. They lost Xavier Woods with a hamstring before half. Um, CJ Henderson, the corner, had an ankle injury. So, I mean, just more injuries to this defense. So, they, if Andy Dalton continues to sling it, because he's not bad, it is an over team. 
Yeah. Uh, Dallas no showed. Arizona is well coached. No other comments there. Which, which game? Dallas Arizona. Not sure what happened with Dallas's offense. Like I understand that they were missing some, you know, offensive linemen, and that sucks. But the play calling was very conservative and shitty. And Dobbs, Dobbs is good. Like Dobbs, we saw it in preseason, and I joked like this guy should start game one um, when they traded for him, and then they decided that was what they were going to do. And he's been he's been very good with his legs as well. Yep. Um, Chicago man, uh, what a not sad much to say here. Like the, they are not only. You know, the offense has been such a talking point with the lack of creativity and lack of good play calling. But this defense is now down like four or five secondary pieces. Yeah. That's not what you want to be when you have Kelsey and Mahomes out there. No. Like, that was just such a fucking picked apart. Yeah. That was such a rough no contest uh, between the Chiefs and the Bears. They really just needed something else to kind of give that game some life and, you know, some kind of pop culture story or something to make that game interesting because it was really, it was really, uh, that was a real rough, rough hang otherwise. Um, speaking of rough hang, Jimmy G down again. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, yeah, that was another one. I had the Bears team total under. I didn't understand how they were going to move the ball against an actual decent defense. And then we got to garbage time. I got worried because yeah. suddenly we had Gabbert throwing interceptions on his side of the field. I'm like, oh, that's how it happens. Oh. I still only got to 10. Uh. <laughs> yep, and smiling will... face says the go Blackhawks. It's that time of year. Go Connor <laughs> Bedard. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, Justin uh, Fields got bet down to twenty to one to an MVP. Guys, remember that next time I you think see it was a shorter. lot of, it was a lot shorter of in the market places. in the offseason, guys. It was shorter someplace, shorter than that someplace. Yeah. Um, do you think he finishes the season as the Bears starter? Someone had a good point, and this was a Bears account, but he said if they, yeah, uh, so he shouldn't have been back in that game. By the way, did anyone see after he got hit? He went Bambi legs a little into a ref and another play, like the running back kind of grabbed him and put him off to the sideline. Like you're not all right. They put him back in the game after that, even though they were down by like 38. Like it's one thing. It's like, Oh shit, this is our star quarterback. We're down by one point. We need this touchdown. They were down by six scores yeah. and he was, yeah. DJ Moore pulled him aside. Like I was really not happy with that because you know, not only is like the wrong thing to do to a human is like, Hey, let's, I don't give a fuck. You're play until he dies. Hurt. But also like, he's a young quarterback and that you, you hope yeah. you can turn into something like for your team. This isn't a game where you need him to like continue to get his bell rung. Yeah. So he might be in the concussion protocol for all we know. And a yeah. good point made. And my last point in this game would, was somebody said, if he's missing time, do not need to see Nathan Peterman in any games. We don't need, to, we don't need a journeyman quarterback. He's the backup. So that oh, I, thought, I thought they cut him at one point. He's, he's been back. And he's back. He's on the. He's the oh, backup. So they said God. they should start. He said start this Nate Bajant or whatever. Just see what you have there. I'm like, yeah, that's that's the move. All right. Well, I played a little Eagles. I don't have much else to say. 
Yeah, we talked about it a bit. I think the pass rush. I, play, I played that today. Factor. Yeah, right. the pass rush. Yeah, I played the, it midweek and I put some yeah. more on it today. I have no read on whether or not Burrow plays, but I think if he plays, he's going to suck because his mechanics look fucked. Um, oh, yes. The, I, I guess I have still have a Rams plus six from last Sunday. Oh, that was a good bet by you. Um, the uh, the You want to talk about the game of the week next week? Denver at Chicago. This is funny. <laughs> Has the team ever lost by 50 and then been a road favorite the next week? Oh, I doubt it. That feels feels like a hard doubt. I doubt it. Like um, the doubt meme. That's like the as a two and oh, a two and oh team ever been a home dog with a touchdown. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go through a couple of these points. Um Atlanta, Jacksonville, I would expect Jacksonville gets bet on a bounce back. Uh, Miami, Buffalo is the game of the week. I like Bills. Oh, that's so, it sucks. It's a noon game. I know it. That's okay. I'll watch it anyway. Yes. Uh, we get Zach Wilson in primetime, Andy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe, fair. maybe, maybe it'll be Flacco or something. Who knows? Um, um, the, there was a flip favorite on the look ahead between Baltimore, Cleveland. That, got a good performance yeah. out of Cleveland and Baltimore continues to disappoint and be injured. So that I'm makes gonna, sense. Yeah. <clears throat> Watch the entries in those games though. I'm going to save this for Friday for Wednesday, but uh, the fact that the look ahead flipped from three and a half in Buffalo to two and a half on the, because the Broncos yeah. no showed and because, and, and in spite of the fact that the bills defenses looks very, very good and can maybe stop Miami. Like, uh, that's a pretty good sign to me to buy Buffalo, but uh, I don't think it's going to be my play of the week or anything. That look ahead was 49 and a half. That's up to 54 across the board. Oh, my goodness. I mean, both offenses look so good at times. That absolutely checks out. Um, I have higher confidence in Buffalo getting to 30 in that game. The Atlanta Jacksonville look ahead was 45 and a half. That's down a couple points. That absolutely makes sense and checks out. Although this is probably a spot where Atlanta can find some success against a, you know, not a true road game. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what the travel looks like for them. As long as they don't bungle the travel, like it's probably a plus spot for their rushing offense against a bad Jacksonville defense. Okay. Um, I don't know what to do with totals in international games. I was going to say there was one other total move that maybe that Baltimore Cleveland one, maybe that went down as well. That had to go down, right? That was oh, 45 no, and 44 oh, and a 45. half. It's down oh, to 42, yeah. 41 and a half. Yeah, that's fair. That checks out. Yeah. Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite. Is uh, is it? It's a little bit of an aggressive move. That was expected to be Balto Road Shock. It was Baltimore minus one and a half. That's what I had jotted down for look ahead. Yeah. So the fact that yeah, I crossed zero and got up to two and a half pretty quick. Interesting. Um, a lot of games where we don't have real markets because there's two fucking M Monday Night Football games now. Is this a That's thing a big all season? On Mondays to like get all the information. Is this like a thing on. all season? No, no, no. This is the last week of it. But it makes you realize, oh. like, hey, there's four games uh, this week where. I yeah. don't have information yet. Six, yeah. if you count the, you know, the game from tonight still going yeah. on. So yeah, yeah, it's a real pain in my dick to update these numbers when we have this. I will say there was one other move. The Cardinals were 14 and a half on the look ahead. That is all the way down to 14. Getting some respect. 
respect as they head up to the uh, the Bay Area. Well, I think now the Cardinals got their heartfelt win. They're going to exhale a little bit. So I wonder. I wonder if this is like a shitty, shitty letdown, and oh, yeah. they truly look bad against a uh, an actual juggernaut that's yeah. not injured. We got a good one in New England, Dallas. That's exciting. I'm excited to see that one. I think. Yeah, Dallas hopefully Dallas has some good injury news to make that game actually good. Yeah, that was a big part of you know why Arizona did have as much success. Dallas came in not in the greatest shape on the offensive line and losing Diggs is obviously a big piece. Yep. The other, what was the, the other one? I want to see what the Minnesota Carolina it was three, three, but that total, um, that total has been bet up from 44 Just to 45. I wonder, wonder if this is the Andy Dalton just shreds this Minnesota defense at home. He did great. Uh, when he was a saint last year against Minnesota's personnel, obviously different scheme. Yeah, I'm I'm tempted to to play a Carolina over now that I've fully incepted myself into that. Yeah. And get for, if I find a 44 and a half, I'm gonna sting it, and if not, I'm probably just gonna play the 45. The Kansas City Chiefs are nine and a half point favorites on Sunday Night Football in the Meadowlands. Um, can Zach Wilson repeat the Primetime magic that we saw on Monday Night Football week yeah. one. All right. I found a 44 and a half. I, I did make one bet today. I'm going to make cool. Minnesota Vikings over Carolina Panthers over 44 and a half. Nice. And pray that Bryce is still hurt because I don't think it's as good of a bet with him in. I agree. Um, okay. That sounds good, man. Good job. I'm absolutely. Go get some sleep. You look like you look like you're about to fall. I'm death. I'm at death's door. Yeah, no question. I'll talk to you on Wednesday and uh, oh no, tomorrow night. Which uh, we'll just go do the night game. Which one do you want to do? There, we did the early. It sucks because I I think fewer people watched because it was just like, well, there's another game on. Like at halftime, I'm not bored. I'm gonna go watch the other game. So it oh, doesn't no. matter. But whichever game you think is better, we can do. We did the uh, early one last week. Let's 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 do the Rams uh, Bengals just because it would be good to comment on what we're seeing out of Burrow. Okay, or not, right. or Browning. I guess so. Yeah, might be Jake Browning. So right, I don't we'll think do I think it's uh, I think the market thinks Burrow is going to go, but they want to bet against him. There was my opinion. The the owner was down there talking to him the other Who? day. The, Burrow? the owner of the team. Yeah, Brown. Mike Brown and Burrow were having a little yeah, power. They were having like a conversation. I think it's like the Herbert situation where he wants to play and they have to talk him out of it. But we saw how that went with Herbert. So honestly, worse than Browning might be Burrow forcing his way out of the field. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Uh, so, all we'll right, catch man. you guys tomorrow night. Best luck. Mm-hmm.